Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now. for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure... Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And of course, they have Junior Bergen t-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. If you're ever injured in an accident and you're worried about if a lawyer is going to cost you too much money, the advocates, they will provide help for you. No out-of-pocket costs until your case is settled. You pass the stress of your accident off to the advocates. That helps you focus on getting better. To find out how the advocates can help you, you can call them free of charge, 406-640-4444 today, or you can visit MontanaAdvocates.com. And remember, you deserve an advocate. ESPN Missoula Sports Center. Spring football at the University of Montana concludes tonight with a showcase in the Bitterroot Valley. Hello, I'm Andrew Houghton. The Grizz football team will wrap up a 15-session slate of spring drills with their annual spring game tonight in Hamilton. Montana, a team coming off its second straight 10-win season and second consecutive trip to the quarterfinals of the FCS playoffs, will kick off its final spring exhibition from Hamilton High School at 6 p.m. tonight. The action, which is expected to include one-on-one, seven-on-seven, and full-team portions of competition, will be fans' first chance to see graduate transfer quarterback Lucas Johnson, a 6'3", 215-pounder who started nine games at San Diego State last season. The Grizz are also looking for replacements at both offensive tackle spots and both offensive guard spots, along with the receiver to step up in place of record-setter Sammy Akem. All the action from Hamilton High can be viewed for $10 at the gate or live on SWX Montana Television. Tune in to 102.9 ESPN Missoula from 4 to 6 p.m. for Nuanez Now, live from Hamilton, presented by Katie Gensler of Pure West Christie's Real Estate and Town Pump. In other Grizz news, Darrell Thomas, a 6'5 shooting guard out of Skyline Prep in Phoenix, gave his verbal commitment to the Montana men's basketball team earlier this week. He chose Montana over an offer from Wyoming. And finally, the second day of the Masters Golf Tournament is underway. Tiger Woods shot a 1-under-71 on Thursday to sit in a tie for 11th place after the first round. This ESPN Missoula Sports Center is brought to you by Selway Armory.
Do people still play Guitar Hero anymore? Who the hell's the Grizz punter? These are the questions that I come up with for myself. <laughs> when we're on a break and I'm sitting in the press box all alone. But happy to be here. What a beautiful day. What a beautiful afternoon. Hope you're having an outstanding Friday. New one is now ESPN Radio as well as SWX Montana Television. We're not in the Northwest Motorsports Studio because instead we are here at Hamilton High School. We are coming to you through the Northwest Motorsports Studio, though. And now through April 10th, you can get free gas when you shop at Northwest Motorsport. NWMSRocks.com slash free gas for the Northwest's largest inventory of cars, trucks, and SUVs. Save at the pump by shopping at Northwest Motorsport. Miss anything in the first hour of Nuanas now? Talk some Grizz Spring Game, talk some Masters, and uh, talk some high school sports as well. Riley Corker, the voice of the Grizz, swung by to hang out with us. You can find all that on the Nuanas Now podcast, which is proudly presented by the Advocates, as well as Sportsbet Montana. The Masters is underway. Scotty Scheffler is through 17. He is 5-under today and 8-under for the tournament. He holds a five-shot lead over Charles Swartzel, Sungjae M, Shane Lowry, and Hideki Matsuyama. Those aforementioned four are in a tie, a four-way tie for second at 3-under. Uh, Harold Varner third, Dustin Johnson, Kevin Na, and Cameron Smith are all at 2-under. And then Corey Connors, Colin Morikawa, Will Zalatoris, Danny Willett, Joaquin Neiman and Justin Thomas in a big cluster there at one under. Only three guys are even. And Tiger Tiger Woods, y'all, he shot a 74 today, so he comes in their second round at plus one. But looks like he is going to make the cut. Thanks in part to our great sponsors for bringing us down here to Hamilton. Love taking the show on the road. I love all the outstanding support we get from so many great people and businesses from around the state of Montana, including Mike Nugent of Berkshire Hathaway Real Estate. Whether you're in the mix to buy, sell, you have any real estate questions, Mike reminds you, every question is good to ask. Mike Nugent and Berkshire Hathaway Real Estate your local real estate experts. Well, I usually try to match wits comedically with the best comedian here at Missoula Broadcasting Company. I usually fail, but at least I try. But uh, Carolyn, Chicken Doesn't Know Sports, is here, and I can't think of anything funny to introduce her with, so uh, she's just going to tell her her own story. We're going to get in trouble this week. I feel like we yes. had a lot of booty blast in and a lot of... We are going to get in trouble. Great. Can't but wait. First, I need to tell you, if you were... I found a... By the way, remind me. I found a class that's comparable, if not superior, to your booty blasting. I can hardly walk today. Booty blasting is... <laughs> Isn't that what you guys were doing? It's called absolute booty. That's even worse. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Check it out on the sports presented by the AC Hotel. Congratulations to our winners from our bracket challenge, by the way. Our second chance bracket challenge. The AC Hotel gave away two $50 gift cards for that. So we'll uh, get to those results throughout this week and make sure you get all your prizes. But then we'll be back to this next week giving away $25, giving away two vouchers for cocktails to the AC Hotel. So appreciate AC Hotel, proud sponsor of the Chicken Doesn't Know Sports. All right, what do you got, Booty Blaster? Oh, my God. Okay. So um, if you any of you are wondering if I really don't know about sports... 
Uh-huh. I'm going to tell you a story. Okay. This weekend, I ran into my good friend, Justin. Mm-hmm. He's also a coach on my kid's soccer team. Okay. Family friend. And his son, Brady. And his Brady, his son, Brady, was head to toe in Yankees, like a tire. I okay. mean, a hat, a jersey, like the whole thing. Yep. So I see him and I say, ah, Mets fan. Oh, my gosh. And then he said. Were you were being serious? Yeah. How do you not know the difference? <laughs> and Justin said, well, you are the chick who doesn't know sports. Oh, so. my gosh. Yeah. You really had no idea. No, None. I messed it up. How? Because they both are NY. But they're not even the same colors. I don't I'm know. I'm surprised you even know what the Mets look like. I clearly don't. The only <laughs> thing that I thought that you would know is the Yankees. I. And what is and not the Yankees. I, I Listen, I, it was proof. The proof was in the pudding. I do not know anything about sports. Well, so I hate the Yankees more than any team in the world. But the first hat I ever found to fit my fat head when I was in sixth grade was a Yankees hat. Mm. I wore it to school one day shamefully. And the girl I had a crush on told me I looked so cute in that hat. So then I wore that hat for like a whole year and faked being a Yankees fan. Did it work? Uh, yeah, well, you know, we dabbled. We dated for like seven weeks oh, in wow. like seventh grade. That's big time in seventh grade. And I was pretty much in love with her for the yeah. rest of my life. Well, where is she now? Uh, kids, Sandpoint, mm-hmm. Idaho. Okay, well. We're saying way too much about my personal life already here. Well, you've, you started You're definitely going to get me in trouble behind closed doors. All right, what else you got? <laughs> um, before I get into, like, the sports world, I just have to tell another quick story. So, because you will appreciate this. So, uh, I talked to my aunt and uncle. Put your phone down. I'm ready. There is no phone. I'm tired of you texting during our segment. <laughs> it's getting me really annoyed. Oh, mom's scolding me. No one listens to me. They are, everyone just texts around me. Does your kids do that? Yes. Great. Okay. Okay. So I I hadn't been able to talk to my aunt and uncle, who I'm very close to, yep. in several weeks. And we were catching up on some life events that were kind of serious, you know. Mm-hmm. And they have me on speakerphone because they're 80 and that's what old people do. That's what I do. And so we're in the middle of a very serious conversation. Sure. And then my uncle just out of nowhere goes, I'm so, I still just don't understand. Why do you hate Tom Brady so much? <laughs> and so I said, I explained why. And he's like, starts throwing stats at me. My aunt chimes in, you know, the whole thing. And, and then I brought up the deflating of the balls. And then my aunt was like, yeah, I guess that was kind of bad. But still, and they were trying to change my mind. And I was like, you're not going to change my mind. Sorry, it's never going to happen. The hate that you have for Tom Brady, though, is so much more than just like silly little incidents like the deflation of balls, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's a... It's, it's a like, deep, it's a deep, core belief rooted, of, yeah, yeah, yeah. Core belief And of, I don't really know why. Wh- what do you mean? It's so easy to determine. I, I mean, I know, but it's like... You don't like disingenuous, self-congratulatory, arrogant people. Right. But you love Jim McMahon. Yeah. And and Michael Jordan and LeBron. Michael Jordan has a compulsive disease. He does not have the same self-righteous uh, narcissism that Tom Brady has. Tom Brady and Michael Jordan are objectively significantly different athletically. Yeah. Tom Brady wants to last forever because he thinks that he can. Right. Because he's so narcissistic. Michael Jordan just wants to rip your throat out because he has... The a compulsive disorder. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> and it, yeah. The best athletes are the guys that have the compulsive disorder and then channel it. Tom Brady, I think, 
has a disorder in which he wants to channel being young forever. That's a completely different thing. Right. Being unable to actualize yourself with your place in the world. But he's also rewriting the book on it. He's the only person that's dueling with Father Time, so. Yeah, well. Who knows? Hopefully Father Time will win. Well, Father Time's already lost at this point. I mean, he's the only professional athlete in the history of sport to be an elite player in his mid-40s. True. Well, when you sell your soul to the devil, (laughs) that's what happens. So speaking of Tom Brady, everyone assumed Gronk was going to re-sign with Tampa. Right. You know, as soon as Tom Brady... Uh, said he was coming back, sure. and he's still undecided. Well, and the, have you heard the whole thing with Bruce Arians, the head coach? No. Bruce Arians abruptly retired upon Tom Brady coming back. Really? And Bruce Arians spun it like he – so Todd Bowles, one of the uh, great defensive coordinators in the league, a guy's a previous uh, head coach in the NFL and, and probably one of the most prominent um, black coaches in the league. Bruce Arians has talked for a couple years how Todd Bowles deserves a head coaching shot. And it must have been talked about within the organization that if Bruce Arians retires, that Todd Bowles would be be the heir apparent. And Bruce Arians retired and then gave a press conference saying, I wanted Todd to have his first year coaching a good team. And with Tom coming back, I think we're going to be good. He said he didn't want him to like have to then take over for Bruce Arians as well as if, say, Tom Brady retires after this year. Right. That was the spin. That was the spin. But, but then wasn't. maybe also it's the other side where maybe Bruce Arians just doesn't want to be around Tom Brady he anymore. He doesn't like Tom Brady either. Yeah, Bruce, I mean, to be fair, Bruce Arians is in his early 70s. So, I mean, he's certainly yeah. old enough to retire. Yeah. Bruce Arians is also so different than Tom Brady. Uh, Bruce Arians is like the antithesis of that. He's like the fun guy, funny coach. So, I don't know. There's definitely something there, though. Yeah. I wouldn't want to be around Tom Brady. (laughs) So do you think that Rob Gronkowski actually wants to be around Tom Brady, or do you think he actually just likes catching touchdowns? Uh, That's a good question. I mean, they had their little, like, they had a little, they had some rapport. I don't know. I mean, they got drunk on a boat. They did, and then they had, they did, like, a little talk show online or something. I don't know. They had a little rapport, but... I mean, I would say if anything, Gronk brings out like a side of Tom Brady I don't despise, hmm. but I still despise him, if that makes sense. Sure. So whatever. I think Gronk should stay retired. He needs to shrink his head back down a little bit <laughs> and like just chill. Just chill. Enjoy life. He doesn't. Well, he's, he's 32. He he, could, he's got it all unlocked too, because this is actually going to make you so happy if you don't already know this, because you're always talking about how you should be like the mom financial advisor for all these guys. Yes. yes. Rob Gronkowski's never spent a single dime that he's made in the NFL. I love that. He's lived off of his endorsements, which have been substantial. I mean, he's yeah. the spokes guy for a lot of different things. So he's probably making a good $10 million a year on commercials and stuff. But, uh, I mean, he's made probably 80 to $100 million in salary, and he's never touched it. That's great. I like that. Maybe he could take that, he could retire, and then help young NFL, NBA players, it's so, you know? It's so funny because so, he has this reputation as such a meathead, and really he's like the one that's the most responsible. It's just so funny. He does that. He is kind of dumb. Well, right, but like there's always the, uh, don't party too hard, you're going to waste yeah. all your money. Rob Gronkowski parties harder than anybody. Yeah. It also shows you how hard you can party for $10 million yeah, right? a year. I know. That's when these raise. guys go broke. I'm like, man, how did you do that? I could live for the rest of my life on $10 million. 100%. <laughs> right? I mean, it makes no sense to me. <laughs> I do not need all the bling and like the I fancy. Will, we will never make $10 million in our whole Speak lives. Speak for yourself. I mean, you might get close, We're gonna but like I'm definitely show. not. 
You might. You're kind of a big deal in Missoula. <laughs> we might be able to branch out. Yeah, I guess the point is not about my prowess or your prowess or potential. It's that $10 million is a lot of money. Right, right, right. It's a lot of money. I guess, you know, if I own my house for the next 20 years, I'll probably be able to sell it for about $100 million Yep, yep. Coming up soon. Before uh, you did know you, it. Did you see that the uh, for the first time in Montana history, we have a median home price of more than $900,000 in a town? In Missoula? No, in, Wh- in Whitefish. First in Whitefish. time a Montana town's had oh, a median home price of over $900,000. I heard Kalispell's also totally like... unsustainable is what right. it is. And then I heard Kalispell's like the top, the fastest growing city in the U.S. or something. Behind, uh, I think it's second behind Coeur d'Alene, Idaho. Oh, I do love Coeur d'Alene. Yep. Minus the white supremacy. Idaho, Coeur d'Alene, Idaho is like tripled. I, my mom has a bunch of family there. I spent a ton of time there as a kid. It's like tripled in population. I over love the it. last 20 years. Whenever I go there for soccer tournaments, I just love like the air and the, I mean. It's a very clean and quaint town. Except for the monster trucks with the Trump sign. Why is that an Idaho thing? God, <laughs> people think that Montana is where all the guys have all the jacked up trucks yeah, with the exhaust pipes. No. no, people have just nice normal trucks in Montana. Idaho, everybody's I got know. a We were there last, last May and Nick was like, what is with all these trucks? Like, and we every were, guy's wearing the same hat and like backwards. they're they, yeah. backwards. Yeah. <laughs> it's so funny. Idaho people are so funny. I know, but I do, I like Coeur d'Alene. Um, yeah. I think it's a nice little bubble, but you know. Anyway. Well, we should just restructure the map. Check it out no sports, ESPN radio, as well as SWX Montana television. Like, just imagine if northern Idaho, the Idaho panhandle, was just part of Montana. I love you, And then just imagine if, like, east of Billings was just part of North Dakota. Works. Works for me. Right. Yeah. And then cut southern Idaho. Let's just get rid of Idaho. Southern Idaho can just be northern Utah. Right. that's what it is, like, politically and culturally right, anyways. Right, 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 But religious-wise, all of it. So you we know? just get rid of Idaho? Sure. Okay. Done. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Would Spokane Spokane fight us for it? I don't Mm, know. I don't know. I also like Spokane. I don't have any beef with Spokane. I actually think that a lot, too. I think Spokane is just fine. A lot of people think Spokane's terrible. Yeah, I think it's... The homeless things uh, struggle, for sure. Well, it's everywhere. But they also have, like, really cheap golf, and it's sunny, and I don't know. Spokane seems fine to me. I I was just thinking they have Trader Joe's, so (laughs) that made me happy. You gotta love it. All right, what else you got? All right, um, this is where we might get in trouble. Because I need to talk about the Cox. <laughs> South Carolina. Did you watch Diana Taurasi and Sue Bird? Do you know who those people are? No. First and foremost? Oh, my gosh. Oh, you're hopeless. Do you know who Megan Rapino is? Yeah. Okay. So, you know how they did it during football season? They did the Manning Brothers thing where they would show on one channel the game, and then oh, on yeah. the second yep. channel, it was Peyton and Eli Manning, and uh-huh. then whoever wanted to call in or join in, like, watching the game, like, giving their, you know, couch commentary or whatever. Right. They did this for the women's Final Four. Great. And it was brilliant, because uh, Diana Taurasi and Suber, that's, that's like the Michael Jordan and Kobe Bryant of women's basketball, right? Okay. Like, two of the greatest players ever. Related to Larry, or? <laughs> no. Suber is not related, related okay. to Larry. I can't believe you don't know who Diana Taurasi is. Sorry. That is crazy. Diana Taurasi is like so, he, she is like beyond just sports famous though. She's so famous. I, I don't know. Okay, anyways, the point is they did a little watch party with those two. Mm-hmm. And uh, they were super, super funny. But Diana Taurasi kept making like innuendos about the South Carolina Gamecocks. <laughs> and Sue Bird would just 
take a sip out of her red solo cup. Who knows what's in it? Are they playing it? a drinking game? I don't know. Or? Who knows what's in it? But Sue Bird never once egged her on or engaged. She would just like kind of laugh into her drink. And Diana Taurasi would just like stonewall stare. It was just pure comedy. <laughs> At one point, Diana Taurasi said, uh, the cocks just have so much length. They're so long. The cocks are so long. We're definitely getting in trouble for this. <laughs> it's the Gamecocks. The Gamecocks. I, trust nothing. me. I know. Their jerseys say. Yes. Um, that's what it is. Don't worry. In spring break in 1995 in Florida, we, I was in uh, like the mall, whatever. At and the mall. The, you know those hat stores in the mall and they had Cox hats. <laughs> so, of course, my best friend and I had to go get Cox hats. Oh, my god. And then we just wore them to the bars every night during uh, spring break. Remember when life was fun and people weren't offended by everything? Yep. I mean... I would wear a Cox hat now. My kids <laughs> Can't wait would... till it gets canceled. Oh, God. We've I already know. canceled all the other things. Anyway, they won against UConn. They did. They uh, they fought hard. <laughs> Just kidding. But anyway, they um, I guess the fans went crazy. <laughs> oh, my God. I guess the fans went crazy, um, the Cox fans, yep. and jumped in the fountains at the school and all this, you know, it was really cute and because you and I have mentioned that female sports is just isn't covered nearly as much as, and right. I mean, it is, it, that's a fact. Sure. So it's kind of fun to see how pumped the schools got and the fans got sure. and, you know, like really supporting women's sure. sports and all that. So bringing, bringing particularly women's basketball into the modern era, I think women's college basketball is, is among the most prominent women's sports. It's probably women's soccer and women's college basketball, mm-hmm. but uh, there's sort of these monoliths, these uh, institutions that are these coaches like Kim Mulkey and Muffet McGraw and Gino Ariema and Tara Vanderbeer. Like every person I've just named has been coaching at their specific institution for 40 plus years. So they do need a little new blood. And that new blood is probably Don Staley, the head coach for South Carolina. She's awesome. She's a former WNBA player. She worked on ESPN for a long time. And so she's just phenomenal in the media, but she's also just like completely averse to the status quo. She wore this, like, custom-made Louis Vuitton leather jacket nice. and, like, matching shoes during the national championship. So she's not doing, like, the, the old, the the old the, fogey thing yeah. or the sports thing. She's, like, going straight designer, like, acting like she's going to the Oscars. Good. And I, think it's, I think it's sweet. I think it's really good for, for women's basketball. So hopefully uh, she can, can maintain her momentum. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's interesting. I just, I think that... Some of the big stars, like, they need to be marketed in such a different way. I read this. Sports Illustrated has been doing this new thing where they have book excerpts, uh, uh, printing uh, book excerpts. And the recent Sports Illustrated had a book excerpt from this book all about the first women's basketball league in America that was a professional women's basketball league back in the 70s. Mm-hmm. And just how the only marketing points that they wanted to make was the women's beauty and what they looked like instead of just how they played right, basketball. Right. And how, but then the sort of the the consensus was that that's been something that's plagued women's basketball for so long, when really they should just market it as an athletic event. It doesn't matter what they look like, or they capitalize on that. Sure, and I mean that's the fact of the matter is to be completely blunt, like one of the main reasons the WNBA is not even close to as popular as women's college basketball is because the players are way more, for lack of a better word, freakish and way less appealing from the aesthetic standpoint. Mm-hmm. 
because they're all like six five, you right. know, so they just look so uh, unusual. Even but I mean, models are that tall. No, like, for what, sure, for sure. They... I, I guess what I'm saying is they all just need marketing help. Like Leah yeah. Boss and this girl for for South Carolina, she is terrifying. She is such an gr- incredible athlete. She's so strong. She just wrecks people. She's like six foot five. She's got the long braids, but part of her bla- braids are like blue and purple. She's crazy looking, and it's awesome. It, she's so sweet, and I just feel like they should just market her. Not like anything, just like as the greatest women's basketball player on the earth right now. Or I like, guess the greatest women's college basketball player on the do earth. Do it like Serena Williams did. For sure. Partner with Stella McCartney or, a, you know, a clothing company or whatever, designer, and like utilize the fact that For these sure. women are, you know, amazing athletes, gorgeous physiques, yep. Yep. Um, and capitalize on that beauty. I yeah. mean, people, you know, women tuned into certain sports to look at guys' bodies, what's the difference? For sure. No so. question. <laughs> ESPN Radio and SWX Montana Television. Chicken Doesn't Know Sports. Our good friend Carolyn recording with us here on a Tuesday. You're listening to it on a Friday as we come to you from Hamilton High School, Hamilton, Montana. Thanks to our great sponsors, including Town Pump and Katie Gensler of Pure West Christie's Real Estate for getting us down here to Hamilton. What else you got? Okay, I have uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar is really talking some serious smack about LeBron. And I can't tell if it's because LeBron's about to beat his, you know. Isn't LeBron quite a ways away still from Kareem's record? I think he's getting there. Yeah, well, keep keep going because anyway, I'm going to look this up for you. There was a Kareem Abdul-Jabbar uh, honored Carm- Carmelo Anthony with a social justice award um, last weekend. And someone asked him about LeBron, and he said um, he's really impressed with some of the things LeBron's done, but some of the things he should be embarrassed of. Essentially, LeBron still needs, well, let's do some quick math, 72, so 1,400. Yeah, I mean, he, he's about a season away from, okay. from it, a full season probably. Kareem well, Abdul-Jabbar, 38,387 points. Carl Malone, 36, 928, and LeBron, 36, 873. Well, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar feels that uh, LeBron was sort of not up front with certain values and views and things like that, really going around COVID and vaccines. Mm. Now, I guess I want your opinion on this because as, you know, we've talked about this, the shut up and play basketball or shut up and dribble or whatever it is. Sure. So, well, one thing that needs to be made clear is that Kareem Abdul-Jabbar is a journalist now. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar is a is a paid columnist mm-hmm. for a variety of different outlets. So he is now a sports writer in his post-athletics career. So, I guess my question is, do athletes of any stature have to put their views out in the public. Does he have to say how he feels about the vaccine? I mean, we don't want the lying like, oh, I, had, I was a knock. What, what did uh, Aaron Rodgers say? I, I was immunized. I was immunized. Um, but I think having, I think it's great when they do have their opinions that are important and that sure, can help people. Sure. But COVID was so polarizing. Yeah. Still is. Sure. Maybe he was just kind of trying to like not take a stance there and offend people and... I think there's a lot to this. Um, I actually think that the arc of Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's life and the way that he has been treated, for better or worse, for the majority of his life and the way that's impacted his legacy 
Like, okay, who's the greatest basketball player of all time? Michael Jordan. Who's the second greatest basketball player of all time? Larry Bird. You'd probably name a dozen guys before you got to Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Right. The answer is actually Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. The answer is actually an argument for Michael Jordan and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar as 1A and 1B. Yeah. They have the same number of championships. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar has one more MVP. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar was a 20-time All-Star. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar is the all-time leading scorer in the history of the NBA. He also is the single greatest college basketball player in the history of America. But what's the difference? Kareem Abdul-Jabbar was a social activist in the 60s, 70s, and 80s who then converted to the Nation of Islam and changed his name from Luel Cinder to Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and was much scrutinized for it, never got any endorsement deals, was never put on a pedestal. Part of his surly and salty demeanor hurt him a little bit. But Kareem is... Kareem is among, if not the most brilliant athletes that we've ever had. Well, and it's funny. He's never succumbed to that, though. and so. But then it's cost him in terms of his reputation. I, I think that that's sad. And I also think that's probably why he has so much commentary on LeBron. Because Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and Muhammad Ali and guys like that, they paved the way yeah. for the world we live in now. And so I think that they are justifiable in putting a lot of pressure on the guys that are sort of carrying the flag for them because they they made it so that this could happen for LeBron James. Sure. No, that makes perfect sense. And when I think about Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, I know he was a basket, a great basketball player, but mm-hmm. I also know him as like a um, speaker and like a, an author and, you know, Actor, like... Actor, he was in Bruce Lee movies, yeah, he was in so Airplane. Yeah, so it's like I, I don't forget that he was a basketball player, but I didn't realize those statistics on him. So it's really interesting. He is such a... Um, He's so smart, and oftentimes when you're so smart and you can express express yourself in such a poignant way, it can get you in trouble. It makes you it makes you polarizing. Yeah, but he has taken that full on. I mean, I think the fact that he is a published journalist now it shows that he not only doesn't mind the scrutiny, he welcomes it. Yeah, he had a follow up. So this is actually interesting because LeBron James was the sports person of the year for Sports Illustrated two years ago, and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar wrote the article, and it was a beautifully written article. And it was so good and so praising of LeBron. And so then when Kareem was critical of LeBron uh, earlier this week, it basically to, to directly quote what he said, uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar on Sunday helped unveil a trophy bearing his name and likeness in the form of his hands on a basketball. It's called the Social Justice Champion Award. In the nearly 10-minute interview with reporters that followed, Kareem was asked directly about his past criticisms of LeBron James in addition to crediting James for his work, Abdul-Jabbar called some of James's actions embarrassing and beneath him. Late on Sunday, Abdul-Jabbar sent a follow-up email to elaborate on his feelings. This is why I love Kareem, because I think that he he is thoughtful and he does acknowledge all this stuff. He says, over the years, I've been asked to comment and write about LeBron James. A couple years ago, I wrote an article for Sports Illustrated about LeBron as the sports person of the year, in which I said... This generation couldn't do any better in a hero department than LeBron James. Part of being a hero is to have both the modesty to feel unworthy of such a heavy word and the strength to accept the responsibility that comes with others looking up to you as that hero. What is a hero but someone who stands for those who can't? So I think that he was praising LeBron at that time, but that was two years ago. So I think he just continued to criticize. But he goes on to say, I'm a journalist. That's what I do. I believe LeBron is strong enough and gracious gracious enough to understand that I only have love from him in my heart. 
Yeah. Kareem is also so involved with the Lakers, so I also can't imagine that this is like these guys aren't just mudslinging in the press. Right. Like, these guys probably see each other every day. Right. And they, you know, Kareem's probably told him like LeBron, you should be more active on this, and LeBron's probably like, no, I want to sell more shoes. Right. 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 Exactly. And they probably have already and had the discussion like, behind closed doors. Have a spine or what? Yeah. Right. I go. I you know like I. I totally get what he's saying, and I do feel like these there is a responsibility when mm-hmm. you are an athlete, especially of that For stature. Sure. But I also understand trying to be careful with what you say in the press because everything can be misconstrued. For so. sure. I just find it so fascinating because Michael Jordan is an amazing player, and he's an amazing uh, athlete. He's an amazing competitor, all of that. Amazing figure, icon, all of it. There's also so much of Michael Jordan's Legend that is accentuated by time and place, and that's it. Mm-hmm. You just have to wonder. I mean, if Michael Jordan was born 20 years earlier, would he have been Michael Jordan? He might have just been David Thompson or George Gervin or Julius Serving or a bunch of other guys that are very similarly skilled that didn't get the same opportunity. Well, and what happened as well with that is the change of media, change marketing, of media, endorsements. The fact Nike, that Michael Jordan you know. went to North Carolina, which was such a marketable school at the time. The fact that Michael Jordan comes from a two-parent household. The fact that Michael Jordan is famous. Well, he became uh, famous. But, but the fact that he's so good looking. Right. He's handsome. I mean, that, those things all play into it. Sure. Like, there's a definitive reason Magic Johnson and Michael Jordan got put on a pedestal over all the rest of their peers, and it almost 100% had to do with their smile. Oh, they had great smiles. That's right. Still do. Right. I mean, he has yellow eyes, but he has white teeth. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I just find it very, very interesting. Yeah. No. The, the, I, mean, the break, I mean, the breaking points were just so numerous, too. Like, what if Magic Johnson would never got HIV? We could have had a 90s that included two superstars mm-hmm. of that caliber, with Magic Johnson being the other one. But then we wouldn't have the Magic Johnson theaters and the Magic Johnson car dealers all over California. Yeah, for sure. No. For sure. I mean, but, did I say Magic Johnson? I did, right? Yeah. Okay. yeah. I, I I'm just glad you know these, who these guys are. This is a good I step. know who Magic Johnson is. <laughs> um I remember his big zoot suits. He wore these like huge pinstripe suits all the time. I find it fascinating that you don't know who anybody is, but you do know who all the NBA guys are. I think that's such a great testament to the marketing of the NBA. That's the marketing of the Chicago Bulls. I could name like 10 former NBA players, though. You know who they, you'd know who they were. You know who Patrick Ewing is? Yeah. John Stockton? Yeah. Carl Malone? Yeah. Dennis Rodman? Yeah. Gary Payton? No. Isaiah Thomas? Yes. Okay, see, like, there's a lot, though. Yeah. I could name all every football player in the history of the world besides guys that played for the 1985 Bears, and you wouldn't know anybody. Nope. <laughs> Do you know who Emmett Smith is? Yes. That's good. How about Troy Aikman? Yes. Okay, we're doing we're doing okay. We're doing okay. Uh, you Deion Sanders. You definitely know who Brett Favre is because we have a meeting Brett about it every Favre. week here in Missoula yes. Broadcasting. <laughs> I know who Aaron Rodgers is, unfortunately. Uh, okay, well, so you know quarterbacks and you know NBA players. That's all good. right. I have one. Speaking of football, I have one last story. Okay, check it out on Sports ESPN Radio. Just to leave you on a funny note. Can't wait. OJ Simpson uh, <sighs> had a comment about the Will Smith Chris Rock slap last week. What did he say? Violence is not the answer. Oh my goodness gracious. Ayo! Yeah, mic uh, drop. So Okay, so how about this? I watched, I usually don't, I'm not into this kind of stuff, mm-hmm. uh, but I watched the Grammys yes. on Sunday night, fully in anticipation that like Kanye or somebody else was going to do something crazy to one-up Kanye Smith. was uninvited to the Grammys. I heard that. <laughs> as soon as I heard that, I was like, man... Well, they've got to have something crazy, mm-hmm. and nothing crazy happened. No, people are on their best behavior. Generally, people don't slap people at <laughs> awards shows. I don't know if you know this. 
That's not normal standard behavior at awards shows. I, I know you're always mad at me. I'm not texting. I'm pulling up a funny uh, meme. You know, this is radio. I got it. People can't see it. Here's the conspiracy theory of the day. Okay. From the Oscars. Okay. Chris Rock made a joke about Jada Pickett Smith's alopecia at the Oscars. Okay. Will Smith smacks the bleep out of Chris Rock. Mm -hmm. The media goes nuts, pushing alopecia awareness into the mass consciousness and finding sympathy for people afflicted with the disease. Pfizer launches an alopecia drug the day after the Academy Awards. Pfizer was also the presenting sponsor of the Oscars. I have heard this theory. Uh... Why am I so crazy that I believe that all of things, the things like this are absolutely true? This, I will tell you why you're crazy. Because Will Smith pummeled his career for Pfizer? No, I don't believe it. Well, Will Smith doesn't, I mean, his career is so... He had all of these things in the works and they are all tabled right now. Really? He would... Really? Yes. Man, Bad Boys 3? I know I'm just like old school here, but I can't believe that somebody would be like completely... It just seems crazy that somebody could like get canceled for smacking somebody for talking smack about their wife. He was joking around. I, People need to lighten up. Uh, yeah, I, I guess. Listen, I don't know, here's though. what the real reality is besides the slap. Mm-hmm. He ruined the night for every single person in that room. That was, yeah, like every even before, no one knows who won anything. All they know is that That's Will true. Smith slapped somebody. And so even if you hate Chris Rock, you have empathy for all the people that were nominated and worked their whole careers mm-hmm. to get to that moment. Mm-hmm. And if that were me, I would be so angry. And yeah, I mean, I would never forgive Will Smith. Interesting. So I don't think that's true. I like the theory. I enjoy. A, I love it's a conspiracy theory. It's all CIA theory. mind control, right? Totally. I mean, we're all like we're we're, we're canceling Disney now. We can't even get on this ride. No, we I was cannot. Like, get off I the ride. Get all, off the ride. I was all the way. I I went on a rabbit hole all the way for like an hour. Yeah. These people and the things that they think. I think that certain elements of like. The money in America is controlled by a very select amount of people, and that there will always be capitalization on moments. Uh, are absolutely true, but also, like, this whole thing with all of this, like, taking books out of schools and oh not letting God. kids watch Disney movies, just get a grip, people. Yep. Go outside. Go Throw outside. the baseball or something. Yeah, go plant go some play flowers. some soccer. Go to soccer camp. Yeah, that's right. Whatever. Anything. Go make some hot dogs. Get off the internet. That's right. Get off the internet. That's a great piece of advice. We will leave you with that here on the your Friday. Get off the internet. How get about outside. this? How about this? Text us right now to win a pair of vouchers from the AC Hotel, 406-888-1029. That's 888-1029. We're going to hook you up with a couple craft cocktails from the AC Hotel, downtown Missoula. Don't have to be staying there to go there. A lot of people go hang out there all the time. It's one of the best new places in Missoula. I'm one of them. Love it. Come down there. Drink your cocktails without your phones. Talk to each other. Avoid the internet. And, uh... Have a grand old time. Texter number 2406-888-1029. Text it right now. A couple vouchers to the AC Hotel. Proud presenter of The Chick Who Doesn't Know Sports each Friday here on ESPN Radio. Carolyn, thank you very much. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> More Grizz spring game coverage. Right after this, keep it right here. ESPN Radio. 
Sportsbet Montana is powered by the Montana Lottery. Join in on the excitement for Sportsbet Montana by betting on your favorite sports and teams, both collegially and professionally. There are multiple ways to bet, including in-game, which gets you into the action live as the game unfolds, and parlay betting, where you could have a chance to win big. Sportsbet Montana is a secure and interactive way to win while watching your favorite sports. Bets can be placed securely on the mobile app while at an authorized Sportsbet Montana location or by using the Sportsbet Montana kiosk located at approved vendors. Montana bettors have wagered more than $28 million since Sportsbet Montana launched almost a year ago, and in that time, bettors have won more than $25 million. Sportsbet Montana's retail partners have more than $1.7 million in commission. Head on down to your authorized Sportsbet Montana locations and get in on the fun today. ESPN Missoula Sports Center. Spring football at the University of Montana concludes tonight with a showcase in the Bitterroot Valley. Hello, I'm Andrew Houghton. The Grizz football team will wrap up a 15-session slate of spring drills with their annual spring game tonight in Hamilton. Montana, a team coming off its second straight 10-win season and second consecutive trip to the quarterfinals of the FCS playoffs, will kick off its final spring exhibition from Hamilton High School at 6 p.m. tonight. The action, which is expected to include one-on-one, seven-on-seven, and full-team portions of competition, will be fans' first chance to see graduate transfer quarterback Lucas Johnson, a six-foot three, 215-pounder who started nine games at San Diego State last season. The Grizz are also looking for replacements at both offensive tackle spots and both offensive guard spots, along with the receiver to step up in place of record-setter Sammy Akem. All the action from Hamilton High can be viewed for $10 at the gate or live on SWX Montana Television. Tune in to 102.9 ESPN Missoula from 4 to 6 p.m. for Nuanez Now, live from Hamilton, presented by Katie Gensler of Pure West Christie's Real Estate and Town Pump. In other Grizz news, Darrell Thomas, a 6'5 shooting guard out of Skyline Prep in Phoenix, gave his verbal commitment to the Montana men's basketball team earlier this week. He chose Montana over an offer from Wyoming. And finally, the second day of the Masters Golf Tournament is underway. Tiger Woods shot a 1-under-71 on Thursday to sit in a tie for 11th place after the first round. This ESPN Missoula Sports Center is brought to you by Selway Armory. and chains for you here on your Friday. Hope you had an outstanding week. Thanks so much for spending some time with us. It is Nuanas now on ESPN Radio. We are also coming to you through the Northwest Motorsport Studio on SWX Montana Television. But we're not there because we're here. Hamilton, Montana. Hamilton High School, home of the Bronx, the reigning Class A state champions. This neck of the woods Pretty darn good in high school football last year. 
Missoula Central, the double-A champions. Hamilton, the class A champions. Florence, the class B champions. And Thompson Falls, the class C eight-man champions. So everybody, besides the six-man in Western Montana, there's not even any six-man teams really in Western Montana. So a pretty much a clean sweep when it came to high school football. And uh, if, the, if the facility has anything to do with it, you can tell. This is a beautiful field, a beautiful facility. Thanks to Travis Bloom and his staff, the athletic director here at Hamilton High School, for getting us all set up here in the press box. Beautiful press box. And it is a first-class facility. The Grizz Spring Game underway in about 15 minutes. The wind has calmed a little bit. Looks like we might miss the storm. So those are all good things. Hope you are having an awesome evening. Maybe you're on your way down here. No matter what, thanks so much for listening us here at ESPN Radio. Thanks to all of our awesome sponsors for all of their great support to help us get down there, get down here, that is, to the Bitter, to the Bitter Valley, including Katie Gensler of Pure West Christie's Real Estate. Katie Gensler, real estate broker and Pure West Christie's serve as Big Sky ambassadors to the Montana way of life and strive to help buyers and sellers immerse themselves in their ideal lifestyle. Also, thanks so much to Town Pump for helping us make the trip, take the traveling radio show on the road like we love to do. Town Pump, the exclusive and presenting sponsor of the Brawl of the Wild series, the all-sports trophy challenge between Montana and Montana State each year. Town Pump also recently launched a new loyalty app. You can get five cents off every gallon every day, members-only deals. Plus, you can get it yourself into some... some clubs like a coffee club, a soda club, car wash club, whatever you are buying at Town Pump. Appreciate Town Pump for all of their awesome support of athletics across the state of Montana. Well, a full recap for you of the Grizz Spring Game on SkylineSportsMT.com later on tonight, and then as well as with the Montana Football Hour on uh, Monday during the 4 o'clock hour. So look forward to that. A couple other things I'm watching. First and foremost, I've stated this on the show all week, so sorry if I sound like a broken record, but I'm here to watch the, the play in the trenches. I want to see what's going on on the offensive and defensive lines. The Grizz lose three starters on the offensive line and Dylan Cook and Colin Beaver at the tackle spots, plus sort of a rotating group of guys uh, led by um, guys like Cordell Peelins and... Um, Moses Mallory. They had four different seniors that played at the guard spot last year. They do return A.J. Forbes at center and Hunter McGinnis, who was a third-team All-Big Sky guy after transfer from Washington State last year. And then on the defensive front, Alex Gubner should be one of the best in the Big Sky, but they do need to replace their ends in Joe Babros and Justin Belknap. So I think that the battle in the trenches is going to be a good one just to see the, the physicality those guys bring. I think that they can really solidify their spots as, as potential inside track guys to start. Uh, on the fronts, some of the young players, or maybe not. Maybe they don't solidify that, and uh, Montana hits the transfer wire. Another guy on the D-line worth noting uh, as a top returner is Eli Alford. He was a, a good player last year, and uh, he's back there as well. He and Gubner both rotated, but maybe maybe Alford bumps out because their they're defensive ends, sometimes they're playing on the edge, and sometimes they do drop into coverage. But I think they did a lot more of that last year because of the athleticism of guys like Belknap and Babros. 
the body types they got now, maybe a little bit more stout guys, so maybe they don't do as much diverse stuff, but that actually could help them a little bit against the run. So we'll see. I mean, some of the main candidates to play alongside Governor Jacob McGowering. We'll see if he can take another step because he, he was really good as a true freshman in limited action and then didn't play a ton uh, as a sophomore. In uh, he, he got some reps, but he was not as, as dominant as maybe you'd think somebody could be when they had such a, a flashy freshman year. Gary Todd is another guy in the mix, former Michigan State transfer. And uh, he actually just got called to the front of the line to lead the Grizz Jacks. So that's always a, a sort of a node. I mean, you can't really say it's a guarantee of anything, but when you, when you get to come in front of the team after you get done stretching and you're the guy leading the Grizz Jacks, that's sort of a, uh, an homage from the coaches. It's kind of affirming the, the you are a key part of this team. So I'm definitely going to be watching the Lions. Also our first chance to see Lucas Johnson. The San Diego State quarterback, interested in that. I'm also interested in the specialists, um, kicker, punter, and long snapper, all three of those. Montana's going to have to replace really great players. I mean, Matt O'Donoghue was one of the best long snappers in the country. Ryan Buschini is one of the best punters I've ever seen in the Big Sky Conference, and he's on his way to Nebraska now, or I guess he's at Nebraska, grad transfer, or uh, excuse me, just straight up transferred this offseason. And Kevin Macias, I mean, he, he made 17 field goals down the stretch last year, 17 straight field goals down the stretch last year. And so they'll have to replace him as well. And I know it's always a tenuous situation to be relying on freshmen at those spots. And it's also incredibly tenuous when you're talking about Bobby Howe because he certainly does not like to have to rely on inexperienced guys at that spot. Some of the big names for the Grizz, you're definitely not going to see Sawyer Rocinelli. He has a knee injury. He's been on crutches, the transfer from Washington. You're definitely not going to see Dylan McGinnis. He's really struggling. He's the Washington State transfer. He's Hunter McGinnis' little brother. He's been struggling with some asthma, and it actually might be something that that uh, makes him move on from the game sooner than later. So that's too bad, but you're not going to see much of him. You're not going to see much of Marcus Knight either. Actually, you're not going to see any of Marcus Knight as he's coming off an ACL injury. I can't imagine they're going to give Gabe Solser too many reps either. Uh, the outstanding former Montana Gatorade Player of the Year from Billing Senior. He's coming off an ACL as well. Robbie Houck, Patrick O'Connell, proven commodities like that. I'm not sure. But I'm excited to see a bunch of the young guys who I haven't got much look at yet. So we'll go through those guys to take you home and take you in to the live broadcast of the Grizz Spring Game on SWX Montana Television. Thanks to all our great sponsors for getting us down here, including... Nick Tabor at Westpac Wealth, Mike Nugent of Berkshire Hathaway Real Estate, and Brent Wahlberg and the Wahlberg team of Windermere Real Estate. Appreciate all of those big Grizz fans, big Grizz supporters, and big supporters of us. And the now couldn't do without you guys. Appreciate you for your friendship and for believing in us and helping us make these really fun travel and radio shows happen. Some final thoughts and some young players to watch on the other side. Keep it right here, 1029 ESPN Missoula. The Advocates can help you if you've been injured in an automobile, motorcycle, pedestrian, or even a dog bite accident. For additional information on other types of cases that the Advocates handle, you can always visit MontanaAdvocates.com. You can chat with an experienced attorney with no upfront out-of-pocket expense. Visit online or call 406-640-4444 today, or you can visit MontanaAdvocates.com. And remember, you deserve an advocate. Rewind is now on ESPN Radio.
And we are underway here in Hamilton. A little seven-on-seven, seven, little skeleton drill. The first quarterback on the field, Daniel Britt. A guy I'm really excited to get eyes on. Redshirt freshman, quarterback out of Las Vegas, Nevada. A guy who's joined us here on Nuanas Now a couple times. And uh, that was when he was not in the program yet. So excited to see him now that he is a part of the program. We're going to go through a whole bunch of other guys that I was impressed with after I get done watching this. But we're up against only about 30 seconds left. So thanks to everybody for listening here on ESPN Radio, watching on SWX Montana Television, watching on the ESPN Montana app or YouTube or whatever. Ooh, nice throw by Lucas Johnson to Cole Grossman. Easy touchdown there. Again, just seven on seven. But uh, Cole Grossman expected to be pretty big time here. Thanks to our great sponsors, including Katie Gensler and Town Pump. We'll be back at it at 4 p.m. on Monday with the Montana Football Hour full reaction from the Grizz Spring Game. In the meantime, have a great weekend. We'll see you then. Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. Sportsbet Montana is powered by the Montana Lottery. Join in on the excitement for Sportsbet Montana by betting on your favorite sports and teams, both collegially and professionally. There are multiple ways to bet, including in-game, which gets you into the action live as the game unfolds, and parlay betting, where you could have a chance to win big. Sportsbet Montana is a secure and interactive way to win while watching your favorite sports. Bets can be placed securely on the mobile app while at an authorized Sportsbet Montana location or by using the Sportsbet Montana kiosk located at approved vendors. Montana bettors have wagered more than $28 million since Sportsbet Montana launched almost a year ago. And in that time, bettors have won more than $25 million. Sportsbet Montana's retail partners have more than $1.7 million in commission. Head on down to your authorized Sportsbet Montana locations and get in on the fun today. Get Commencement ready at the Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Their grad fair sale is going on right now if you visit msubookstore.org. Free regalia? When you purchase a diploma frame at the MSU Bookstore, you can obviously visit the MSU Bookstore on the Montana State campus. The Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Visit on campus or at msubookstore.org.